Emo Phillips, I think, is great. While he was doing his set, he took off his outer jacket and uh, and put it into his pocket and then took off his sweatshirt and then put it into his pocket and then took off another sweatshirt he had and put it in his pocket. <laughs> and so he had he had built a special pocket in his pants so that all of all three like outerwear that he was wearing when he came on stage are stuffed into his pocket. And then what, as he gets ready to leave, he just starts slowly taking them out, putting them back on. <laughs> it's amazing. It was a fucking awesome. It's like a twisted version of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah. He took off his cardigan. <laughs> Another cardigan. I mean, I was shocked. I was like, he's not... How was there? And I could see, like, act, but the pants were big enough so that you couldn't really see. But I was, like, staring, and I was like, oh, I can kind of see where the, where the, <laughs> the jacket is in his pants. It's <laughs> so funny. I love it. Well, I think we started. I think, right. I think that that was the beginning of the show. That's I'm, the beginning. Let's always start every podcast talking about Emo Phillips. <laughs> I'm totally happy. I, with I'm that. not against that. This is uh, episode 87. Did I say 86? I think we talked, and I just said 86. That was last week. Can't We're not going to. You, you already lied to me. We, are, we aren't going to do 86. I mean, this again. is going to be tough now to reestablish trust <laughs> with me. I know. I know. I'm sorry. We We're not going to do 86 we'll see. again. I'll tell you if you <laughs> regain it. I'll tell you if you if I trust you by the end. <laughs> this is episode 87. I'm, I'm sticking with that. That is a fact. It no, sounds like you're making it up now. No. Nope. You've repeated it so much, I don't think you believe it. No laugh track podcast, Circle of Heat, music we heard at the beginning. A laugh track podcast would be super fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I think that's actually an amazing idea. Just having it constantly come in, like insane laugh track. Oh, no. Like, ah! After like every kind of like, yeah, so... um so then it was like 94, and I decided to start comedy. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> My parents died when I was one from cancer. <laughs> yeah! Ooh, 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 ooh. You just get the Arsenio Hall laugh track. <laughs> On the way to my grandparents' funeral. <gasps> <laughs> dog pound? This is the dog pound. That was the audience in, at Arsenio Hall, right? The dog pound? You tell me. Did, I think so. Did you not... Uh, wolf along with them when you watched Arsenio in the 90s. I never watched Arsenio. Come on! I never did. I never wolfed along with him. But I would definitely like do it. I don't think I, 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 don't think I ever did it non-ironically. <laughs> I'm pretty sure from the get-go that was always would be like a, this is a silly thing to do. You know, <clears throat> are you an Arsenio? What do you think of Arsenio? He was... I haven't seen the new one. You, the new Arsenio? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I know that because I know because um, because you know Paul Shear did this thing where it's like Paul Sinio. Oh, yes, yes. And then they had him on the show. I know Paul Shear doing Arsenio on Arsenio, which was amazing. I was talking to him about it, and he was just like, "Yeah, like he was surprisingly cool." I will, it. yes, I will post some of those or some links to those on the uh, No Laugh Track Facebook page because I've seen some of those. And what he did it's was insane. it deserves a better description. Yeah. He did them. Uh, like he did internet videos scene for scene no yeah he just transcribed an actual arsenio interview with this wrestler who no one's ever heard of uh who was an insane person and he just transcribed it and then word for word redid it i think it was him and maybe rob riggle or something or no rob hubel as uh as the wrestler and they just say the words that the the actual people said in like 98 or whatever And it is like you watch and you're like, is this is an acid trip? What is what what's happening? Ninety eight, it's more like ninety one. Was it? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it's amazing. So watch it. And then Arsenio got his real show and had Paul Shear on in character as Paul Sinio <laughs> or whatever. 
<laughs> I love it. I love. It. I'm a fan of Paul Shear anyway. So that, mm-hmm. uh, he's a great guy. And also Arsenio uh, hosted Star uh, Star Search when they brought it back like 15 years ago. Oh, really? Did you know that? No, I didn't. Star they, Search because I always get Star Search. <laughs> I will always get all of those things confused with putting on the kids. Do you remember putting on the kids? No. <laughs> this was a lip syncing competition for children that was supposed to be like putting on the lips, I think, was like the, it was the putting on the hits of lip syncing. Uh, 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 the, the host adults. was Alan Fawcett. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was putting on the kids, and then the kids would come up and lip sync. Insane. I would watch it for hours. I love that, putting on the kids. It was like, this is creepy. And I was a kid at the time. Yeah. And I was like, still, this is creepy. When, uh, oh, I have something to go along with that. First of all, when Arsenio was the host of Star Search, when he would, uh, you know, they'd have the act and then he would have people, you know, like, okay, now's the time to call in and vote. Yeah. His line was, hit me with the digits. (laughs) (laughs) Hit me with the digits. Oh, God. I imagine people like slapping him with their fingers. (laughs) Hit me with the digits. Slap. His long fingers. <laughs> it was long, long fingers. Calling fingers digits is so gross. <laughs> and oh, man, I digited her. <laughs> so uh, how many digits? <laughs> Three to the knuckle. Oh, Ugh. man. just I got her digits, man. You just have a bunch of fingers. <laughs> gross. I, uh... And a weird uh, fact about me, I've won three lip sync contests in my life. (laughs) Wow. I did not expect to bring up putting on the kids to find out I am with a star Mm -hmm. of a a non-putting on the kids, putting on the kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Where? Uh, I was on the swim team in high school. Nice. Classic place to win a... Not to brag. To win a lip sync compo. Yeah. At the end of the year, we'd have a little get together and then we would have a, uh, you know, the award ceremony and then we would have a little contest. Three years in a row, we had held the contest. Nailed it every time. Did you choreograph stuff? Uh, Kind of. Yeah. Did you... Is this lip... Is this a swim team where you shaved your whole body as well? Uh, I did of some shaving. Okay, so a lot of stuff was happening at this time in your life. I, Shaving your whole I body, only, winning lips in competitions. I only, I only uh, shaved f- my legs, and that was twice for the end of the year. <laughs> I yeah. mean, like, what, in high school, what time is shaving gaining you? Honestly. Nothing. Like, on the Olympics level, yeah, I can understand no. it. As a teenager, there's, you're not gaining any mm. time. In high school competition? Yeah, no. Because that's, like, for, like hundredths of a second in the olympic competition yeah no when looking yeah. back ridiculous and every i remember everyone did it and we would all make fun of them and be like hey man this is a sport and i'd be like you're shaving your back that's <laughs> not that's silly yeah uh <laughs> i didn't have the back hair to worry about but legs yeah i did it uh did it twice and then of course baseball season starts soon after swimming <laughs> season shorts. and then we'd start the season practicing in the gym oh, with yeah. guys that weren't on the swim team and didn't know that <laughs> Yeah, that was embarrassing. Do guys who are in wrestling shave? No, I don't know. Maybe maybe it just wears off. Yeah, because I would imagine it would be painful, right? And being in holds and stuff like that with like a lot of hair on your arms or legs. I can't imagine, right? Who knows, guys? If you uh, wrestled in high school, please tweet us out. We need to get the answer of this very weird question. You know, I realize I haven't said your name. 
My name's Kurt Brownoller. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. I, I nailed it every time. <laughs> you pretty, you were perfect at the pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'll take I'll take over for that, so you don't even have to worry about I, it. I appreciate it. I was practicing. Yeah. It's one of just like uh, two times I've had a guest here where I was like, I think I know how to pronounce their name. Yeah, so. don't even worry about it. Uh, I heard you earlier. You were on the uh, radio show with us, and it's your birthday coming up. Yeah, Saturday's my birthday. Look at that. Are I'm you going to go for a polar plunge? Uh, no, let's talk about that. That's yeah. really what I want to get to. Yeah. Are you really going to polar plunge? That was just swept under the rug on the radio. I know. I was like, hey, guys, who the fuck else is going to go cut a hole in on ice and jump in it this weekend? Anybody else here? No? Well, I think it's a pretty interesting thing to talk about. Because uh, when everyone else does that, it's, you know, they have a... Uh, it's a fundraiser. You yeah, know, fund you're not raiser. going around. Are you getting going around getting signatures? Oh, are you getting sponsors? No, you have to pay to do it. You have so to I'm pay like, to do it. Yeah, but you are signed up, ready, and you're in it. I mean, I've looked at the website. You, I haven't. Signed they're not going to turn yet. you away. No, they're not. They need my money, and it's my birthday. I figure it's a fun thing to do. I might do a, a podcast about it. Yeah. Right. Who's? I mean, I don't know. I don't. Have you researched to see how cold that water is? The water can't be more than 33 degrees, so <laughs> I am fine. <laughs> I mean, I used to surf in New York City uh, year-round, so I'm used to being in water, in a wetsuit, of course, but in 36, 35-degree weather, weather. You did not bring a wetsuit. I did not, so it'll be jumping in. I, did, I realized I didn't even bring a bathing suit, so I will be going into my boxers. <laughs> nah, nah, that's all right. Yeah, I think that's fine, right? You know, you could just call it a costume, because if you've done any more research, most people, not most, but I think a lot of people show up to these things in costumes. Oh, really? Yeah. I gotta, look at that. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah I'll be underwear. Well, man. you have a few days to, to plan something. I mean, I had no idea that, I'm happy that I talked about this, that we go, not only do we jump into a frozen lake, but we do it in a costume? Yeah. This is... Fit is turning into like my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this isn't Disney World. This is Minnesota. Oh my god! It's going to be tough to not immediately get drunk afterwards, though. You what know, about before. I mean, get drunk before even. I mean, I have to do two shows Saturday night. Like that's the tough part. Do you know what time? This you must know what time. Is One p.m. One p.m. Yeah. I mean, technically, I could get drunk by noon. Oh be yeah. Be there. Do it. Oh yeah. Go to sleep from four to seven. Mm-hmm. Come and do the shows. That's going to feel like. Like a nightmare. As someone who uh, is drinks outside occasionally uh, with wa- winter activities, mm-hmm. schnapps. Schnapps, of course. Yeah. Keeps you warm, keeps your energy up, a lot of sugar in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the... Fresh uh, breath. Oh, yeah, fresh breath. Mm-hmm. Well, if it depends on what schnapps you get. I suppose. You get, you know, some <laughs> some shit-flavored schnapps. Blackberry. Not, yeah, blackberry. That. That's, that's not super that. flavor. Don't get that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, classic schnapps is like a minty. A minty schnapps. I just had a bunch of snaps at this, uh, snaps. 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 Oh, snap. No, uh, you didn't. Oh, schnapps. Oh, schnapps. No, you didn't. It's just the German version. Um, <laughs> oh, no schnapps. Uh, <laughs> oh, schnapp. <laughs> the, uh... I just had some at this German beer hall in L.A. That's, uh, that's called Red Lion, and it is awesome. Yeah. They have, like, every type of schnapps. And I, I went to town. I went to town. I got a lot of different schnapps. How not, a good, not a good feeling in the, in the morning. There you go. You answered my question. Mm-hmm. Did I see you were really recently in London? I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Performing? Yep. Did a week of runs at the Soho Theater there. Um, it was good. The, what's interesting about London is that they have... They take comedy very seriously. Yeah. And I think... I, don't, I mean, I like it and I don't like it. Because the reviews are... They're like reviewing theater. 
there, it's not like here where like no one would come and review my 45 minute long set at the comedy you know like at a comedy club yeah whereas there it's like i'm doing an hour by myself and they think of it as like a mini play and they're going to come and review it like it's a mini play and it's it's like no it's not a mini play guys it's stand-up comedy do they call it i mean are they saying he's doing a stand-up or they say it's a one-man show they're do they call it a solo a solo yeah his one hour new his new hour or whatever yeah and they ask you to name it and everything, which, like, I would prefer to not name it and just be like, this is stand-up comedy. And after I got, like, the like the first review was, was terrible, and <laughs> it was um, uh, a, uh, tales, what, lively tales of an adult adolescent. And, uh, and I was like, actually, that's a great name for an hour. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was, gonna, like, that's, I was actually like, going to say, no, yeah, was that the one you didn't. came up with? Or and you he came did up not with? mean it in a nice way. Yeah, he was I a like real it. dick. <laughs> uh, and so like, it's that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, it's a little, it's a little disheartening. When you write it, did you read it in a British accent? Like, yeah, it didn't help. <laughs> I should have stopped reading halfway through because shit like that gets in the back of like all the way back in like your lizard brain. Yeah. And when you're on stage in the middle of a bit, it'll just come up, like yeah. just bubble up and you're like, ugh. It really doesn't help at all. No. It's difficult to not read them, though, because you're like, oh. And then when you ever get a negative review, you're like, yeah, probably right. I had a guy tweet me uh, recently, told me I should quit my job. So, Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Wait, quit your day job or yeah, quit your the job? radio job. job. Oh. Yeah. Oh, quit. Yeah. Hates because... me on the radio. Wants, oh. wants me to quit. Oh, there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, it's and you're a terrible parent. What? But it's also like Twitter's just opened up that whole can of worms. Of oh, just yeah. like insane. Yeah. Let me tell you what I think. How well? People don't think there's another human involved on the other end. You know, you're just a uh, a name. You're yeah. an, you're an at. Right. Exactly. Yeah. How well are? How well do they know you? Uh, in London, in England, I have performed in the UK a lot. I, we did a we did a pilot there a few years ago. Um, which oh, is weirdly, hear, yeah, bring, yeah. Which is weirdly at so so at clubs they always like print out a photo of you and put it up on the wall when you're coming in. And Acme has chosen this press photo from this pilot I did in the UK for a web series I made in the United States called Penelope, Princess of Pets. Yeah, um, it was about a girl who um, has to save the world by uh, killing a senator, and uh, she can talk to animals. And she has her best friend, who's an orphan, uh, who uh, like has heelys on, who has wheels, oh, yeah. wheels in his heels. Yeah, those annoying shoes. Yep. Um, and we're both supposed to be like fourteen and fifteen, and we're, we're playing them as like twenty-nine year olds. Yeah. Uh, and we made a pilot for it, but they chose a press photo. Like I don't even know where that photo. Fo- I don't know where that photograph exists. I'm dressed up as like a newsie from nineteen twenty. Yes. Uh, and that's the photograph that they chose to put, like, come see Kurt Brownell or stand up. Here he is as a newsie from 1925. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I hope he's wearing that tonight on stage. I know. I hope he has his knickers on. <laughs> checkerboard. Wear something checkerboard. Yeah, something checkerboard. Uh, wow. Yeah. I, you know, I can only assume that was sent here some at some point. Uh, from an agent, maybe, and they had it in a file? I what? cannot imagine. The only reason I... The thing is, is that my name is on it. Hmm. Like, it's a headshot. Yeah. My name is on that. Like, it's, someone made that. No one... I've never... No one in the entire world has ever been like, this is a headshot photo. Put his name on that. I think someone here at Acme did it. I think as a joke, they're just like, grab this photo. This photo's <laughs> weird. Put his name on it. Make it look like he sends that out as a headshot. For... <laughs> Turn oh. your phone up. Are you a professional podcaster, radio person? Me? You know what? What's we, happening? We, apparently, we just got a Sports Center update on my phone. 
<laughs> it wasn't even a good one. No. I thought it was going to be about the Olympics. I apologize. No for problem. That. What a what an unprofessional. Uh, what was I going to say? So this is your first time at Acme. Uh, yes. It Correct. Is. Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. First time in Minneapolis. First time in Minnesota. How was that possible? I know. How was that possible? I don't know. Look at that. Look at that. That's why I have to jump in a lake. Yeah. Just to get the full experience. <laughs> uh, what What did you? What were your thoughts of Minneapolis before, you know, like coming to a city you've never been to? Uh, Minneapolis, the only thing I know about Minneapolis is that the Hold Steady oh, used to yeah. live here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm a big Hold Steady fan. And so I've listened to lyrics about Minneapolis for years and years and years yeah. and sung about them. And I feel like I know it a little bit. But nothing specific, just a feeling, you know? Sure, some street names. Yeah, some street names stand maybe. Out. Yeah. Maybe a few suburbs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the St. Paul Mall. Is there a St. Paul Mall? Uh, Harmar Mall? No, it's, it's called the St. Paul Mall in the song. St. So. Paul Mall. Yeah, well, I, think I don't know. I think they might have lied about that. <laughs> you watching the Olympics? Uh, let's see. No, but <laughs> I did. I do like, I've been excited. I did watch some curling where, and I realized that they just, like one of their terms is hit the rock, hit that rock. Yeah. Which I just like just sounds like everybody's smoking crack, uh-huh. which is like would be something I would like to see where people are just have, having to smoke crack cocaine and then curl, yeah. which seems to be such a, a sport that you really need to be pretty calm for. Mm-hmm. Like just scream. What do they scream like hard away or whatever? Yeah, it would, I, it would up the screaming. It would be great. Do you uh, I furiously whatever doing that sweeping 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 the stone i mean they must do it here right is it a big thing here uh just yeah, you guys got i don't want to mi- yes there are minnesotans that make the uh, olympic curling team so oh, yes. really yeah, yeah yeah i can't imagine. i mean you guys have so many legs they also have never won a gold so yeah they're i watch they're terrible <laughs> they're not very good and also it makes sense because we put no no stock in them no like, nobody cares about curling here whereas in switzerland i think like like children curl, you know, like for fun, but that, which is an insane concept to us. Here's your broom for Christmas. Yeah. I also really like that the biathlon is, biathlon just means two sports. Like mm-hmm. any, choose any sports. Oh, let's make it a two sport. Which ones? Oh, uh, snow, or cross country skiing and shooting a rifle. Oh, those classic sports that everybody loves. The original in Greece, the original uh, biathlon was... Uh, was snowshoeing and then stoning a man to death. <laughs> I, our fact checkers are going to look that one up. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that's true. I'm, good. I'm, I'm happy you have a team of fact checkers <laughs> for your podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm making up things left and right. I saw something this morning, according to the uh, Huffington Post, 46% of men have gotten turned on by watching figure skating. 46%? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Why isn't, why isn't it higher? Or why isn't it lower? I... I'm confused about it across the board. <laughs> I don't, I can't find anything about, I mean, I can't find a single thing about figure skating that's erotic. What is it? Is it the outfits? There's the outfits look, 
I mean, they're, you're only going to be turned on if you're Liberace. Like, those outfits are so <laughs> insane. Yeah. And they're also like, who, figure skaters seem to have the worst taste. Every song is awful. You're right. And every outfit is ridiculous. Yes. It's like, yeah, they're, they, they're like stuck in Vegas in 1975. We had it on the other night, and it was, uh, they were, uh, whatever, ice dancing to a Michael Jackson medley. And even that was ruined. Even, yeah, the medley. <laughs> they medleyed it wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, and also the fact that there's ice dancing and figure skating, and it's like, guys, nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> we can cut the uh, difference. Cut those out of the Olympics. That, you know, take that out of the winter. If you cut figure skating out of the uh, Olympics, my mom would die. Oh yeah, it's for moms. Yeah, figure skating is for moms. You know. Well, then why do they have to save that for prime time when everything is freaking tape delayed? Because that's when moms watch TV. Like, I think late night, that's when you get the dangerous. I mean, can't we put a little danger into... This is Russia. Why don't we have, like, bear fighting? <laughs> right? Like, just beat a bear to death. Escape Siberia. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Make it look more of, like, a great race. Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's... I mean, take advantage of the fact that this isn't Russia. You can do whatever the fuck you want in Russia. You know? It's like, what a, beat a homeless man to death. Have that be an Olympic event. Uh, just go kill anybody you want and then pay the government to cover it up. <laughs> yeah. Did you see, like, Pussy Riot just got, uh, like, uh, they were going out to sing a song, mm-hmm. and all these guys came up with whips and started whipping them, and no one was fucking arrested. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. It's, it, it, yeah, it's just, Russia is a crazy place. I'm so surprised that everybody is like, oh, my hotel room doesn't work. And it's like, of course your hotel room doesn't work. The the whole country is falling apart. It wasn't that long ago, Rocky Five, when we fought, when Rocky fought, you know, <laughs> Ivan Drago, and we hated them. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. It was I mean, in my it, lifetime. It sucks that like the Russians were the last white bad guys. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. in movies and everything, that mm-hmm. was the last time we had the Germans for a long time. Yeah, and then we had the Russians, and then after the nineties, it's all all their bad guys are brown. Except for Die Hard. Die Hard liked to bring it back to the Germans. Thank God. Let's have a little old school bad guys. Schießen fisted. Yeah. Shoot the glass. <laughs> also, and I look like the first uh, Nazi in, or the first German terrorist to get killed in Die Hard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The one who says, ho, 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 now I have a gun. That's right. I'd, I'm a dead ringer for that guy. Do you ever... Um you must get mistaken for Andy Daly sometimes. No, no, I don't. But we did do, we did um, At Midnight together and we were standing next to each other. And I do just look like a giant version of Andy Daly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, were you around the same show? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was me, Andy, and Brendan Walsh, I think. Yeah. Well, how about that? Let's talk about that show for a second. That's, That's a, a great it's show. It's a blast, right? Yeah, it's a really fun show. To and do. your podcast, which we will also talk about, yes. is a nerdist. So you're all, yeah. all connected with. Chris Hardwick. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, uh, yeah, The K-Hole with Kurt Brownler. That's my podcast over at Nerdist.com. But yeah, the uh, At Midnight's really fun. It's like a, you know, it's it's a surprise. Look at, look at, look at the the uh, the game show format works, guys, even though mine gets canceled after a season. I know. I was watching some of those in the last week on, uh, yeah. on YouTube. Um, they're on YouTube or they have like little clips on YouTube? Clip. Uh, it was some clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just a great format. For Bunk was the name out. of that show. We should say right? Bunk on yeah. IFC. Yeah. yeah, you can watch it on Netflix now. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's it's uh, interesting. I wish doing at midnight. I wish that they allowed us to give let the comedians write jokes for the stuff we were doing on Bunk because oh. that was all straight for real improv. Whereas at, at midnight, everything's written. 
you have everything written out before you write you write it yourself or you take the writer's suggestion oh but really bunk it was f- completely improvised and i think that was what hurt it is that like all the reviews were like if it's good people who are good good at improvising then it's a good show and if it's not it's not so great yeah you know and so it's like i agree with them isn't that i mean i could say you could say that about like this podcast i mean i don't right. talk to anyone beforehand really more than just yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? i mean some people come back we have a little bit of a relationship but it's not like we're like you know, it's, this let's isn't like into, uh, the bits. Yeah, this isn't like Leno, where I'm like, so we're right. um, you know, you were on a flight recently. I think that's what people like about podcasts. You know, um, where it's like, yeah, it's a little, it's it's long format. You can get into it. You can go go places you wouldn't be able to go. Yeah. on TV. Yeah, you know, but on TV you have to have quick hits because it's everything's broke. Imagine if we were just talking and then in four minutes we had to go to commercial. <laughs> like every four minutes we yeah, had to go to true. commercial. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like you would just turn the TV off because we wouldn't even get to an interesting point in four minutes. Yeah. And we'll be right back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you ever watch, I don't know why I just thought it's when Ro- Roseanne Barr had a talk show? No. There's, I've never seen anyone worse at uh, ending a, a thought and heading to commercial. It was always oh, really? so uncomfortable. Like, no, I don't know. You weren't done with your thought, and your guest is, ah. Uh, like, she just interrupted it. Yeah, and, like, and we'll be right back. Oh, uh, what happened there? Ah. <laughs> what happened there? Isn't there? There's no producer here. There used there? to be a, I think that was a thing. Maybe she was doing something like, in, this, in the 80s, I feel like that was a thing. Where it was like, just in the middle of stuff, people would just turn the camera and go, and we'll be right back. Like, really, like, weirdly interrupting stuff. Did, speaking of that, did I see you around with Larry King somewhere? <laughs> yeah, I mean that was, yeah, Larry King. Right after he stopped having his TV show and did start doing just web stuff, I did Larry King in person. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Larry what's King. That? I mean, great. Larry King is he's you know he's an older gentleman at this point, yeah. but he's still got it. Yeah, They're just like do it, nailing everything direct to camera. Just like all right, let's do this, and they're like boom, 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 like bang out like fourteen uh direct to camera like promos like while we were just like sitting there and oh, then really? just, like turn over and be like well, what about what do you think and we're we'll like this is amazing yeah i mean like you know you know he d- he's done that every single day yeah. for like 30 years probably more than that yeah, yeah right i heard him on uh mark Marin talk to him on mm-hmm. wtf yeah and at the end of it maron has gone yeah I, we did the whole thing i don't know if he knew who i was <laughs> at all <laughs> it was in his house in oh really? Larry King's house. They recorded the podcast, That's and Marin's like, I have no idea if he knew who I was. <laughs> I know. I mean, because at, at that age, when someone's like, "You have to come do this podcast," you're like, "What the fuck is a podcast?" Right. I don't. And then someone is just like, "Listen, trust us. This is going to be good." And then so someone else is just telling you to do it, yeah. and you trust the person who's telling you to do it. So you're like, "All right, I'll do it." Yeah. I don't know how I feel about any of that. <laughs> have the future. Where there's going to be like, I, at some point, I feel like I'm going to be in a situation where someone's going to be like, you have to do this pixel twist. Like, it's just do it. It's weird. You'll feel uncomfortable. But just go ahead and, you know, you'll sit in a bath and a lot of electrodes will like be attached to your head. And then just think about something nice. And then that'll just go up. We're all, we're all uh, transfusing blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, so you give your blood to a stranger and then they tell them how they feel about yeah. it. And, and then like, I talk right, about whatever. how you feel having your blood in me. And then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, think about it. Twitter. When I first started Twitter, I was like. Fuck that. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now it's the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Facebook was, people were getting sick of Facebook by the time I joined. And I kept saying, why the fuck do I want to get on here? And, you know, I barely have time to keep track of my own friends. What, I want to make friends that aren't my friends? Yeah. I don't give a shit. You know? <laughs> and then Facebook, oh, I'm addicted. 
I, I That's don't even, passed, thankfully. I, what's fascinating I find about Facebook is because, you know, I use Facebook as a comedian, you know, and so I'll just accept any old friend request that comes down the pike. So the majority of people on there, I do, don't know who they are. Sure. Well, I have I, that as well. But I still see all of their updates, yeah. you know, from thousands of people. Yeah. And people put the most insanely personal shit. Oh, I've, yeah, I've copy and pasted uh, people's uh, statuses. I mean, when they're breaking up, just because I, no one is going to believe I tell them this. This is amazing. Crazy. Yeah. I, I've there. I've been following. There's there's people I know, and when they put on like fucked up, weird overshares, I'm like fascinated. Yeah, but then absolutely. when it's just strangers, the amount of time I've essentially seen someone post that they're going to commit suicide is staggering. What? A lot. Like where someone's like, they're not saying I'm going to kill myself, but they're like right on the edge, right. and they never do or anything like that. Or, I mean, I don't even know them. So maybe they did. Do you know what I mean? But I see it. And I'm just like, why am I seeing this? Like, I don't know. I don't even know where this person lives, what they look like. What happened, no idea. What happened to Joe's funny statuses about suicide? <laughs> I haven't seen one in weeks. <laughs> it's crazy. And I'm just like, why? And also, why are you friends with people that you don't? If you're going to post about stuff where you, like, need serious help, just be friends with your tight group. Yeah. Don't just friend comedians you don't know. No. Because you're literally putting that out in the world. Oh, when I, when I uh, saw a guy I went to high school with get busted for infidelity and then his uh, 12-year-old daughter calling him out, shame on you, daddy. <gasps> on Facebook? Oh, yeah. No. Yes. I mean, Holy this is like shit. pulled from, you know, Mari Povich. I saw this Are you dude. Kidding me? This dude I went to high school with posted a video of him coming to his ex-wife's house and her being wasted drunk and him trying to st- and stealing the kids away from her oh my and God. then getting arrested by the police. And then he posted the video himself. What? It's crazy. <laughs> I was watching it just like, oh, my God. Like, it's a guy who I actually knew. And I was like, don't. Are you like, and you're just like, oh, this is just Facebook is essentially at a certain point has just become a repository for people who are mentally unwell <laughs> to just like dump all their crazy shit. And then and that is why I'm just so into Facebook these days, because <laughs> it's just like, oh, everyone's fucking crazy who's yeah. still using Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and they have no idea what is appropriate and what is not appropriate to you know, post. I will, you know, I'm sure the lawyers thanked your friend. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this is a great video to use in court yeah. to get your kids uh-huh. back. But once you put it on Facebook, I think you just invalidate all of your arguments. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, what a crazy motherfucker. It's insane, man. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's uh, give a little plug for your podcast. Yeah, it's called The K-Hole. Uh, it's a multi-format podcast. Yes. And so we have a bunch of different versions of it. Um, and so one of them is called Get Lost, where I uh, blindfold someone, put them in my car, and take them somewhere they've never been. And they have to figure out where they are and how they'd get home. Uh, another one is Pedophilia with a T. Uh, <laughs> and that's just all about animals. We just chat about animals. Uh, and then another one is... Uh, Killer Rips with Curdy B. That's where I take people surfing. And we just talk on the car ride there and then back. And another one is The Boat Show, where we just talk about boats and nobody knows anything about boats. We just improvise about boats. And another one is Fact Time, which is a Radiolab parody. (laughs) So there's a bunch. And how do you uh, even rotation? 
No, I no. wish it was even rotation. Fact time, there's only one of fact time. Okay. There's only one of fact time, and there's only one of killer rips. Um, well, you have to find someone that can surf. Exactly. Finding, <laughs> finding a comedian who surfs. They're few and far between. And then secondly, and, the, and then fact time is heavily, it's like, it sounds like Radiolab. And I just have, you know, a producer who's donating his time for free. Yeah. And so it's, it's, I interview someone and then I just try and, ex- and they just make things up. And then I sit with my friend Matt and I try and explain to him what their story was. Yeah. And then I edit it all together to sound like Radiolab. I don't know <laughs> if you listen to Radiolab. I've heard it, yeah. 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 Um, so it's just insane. But the one that's up right now is with Paul F. Tompkins. Um, and I'm very proud of it. Nice. Yeah. I was listening, like I was telling you, I was listening to one on the way over here. Oh, cool. Uh, and you were saying how excited you were for people who haven't heard of your guest because she's adorable. Oh, Josie Long. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Josie? No. She's great. Yeah, really funny lady. Uh, that, she was just on The Last Pedophilia because uh, I was in London. And Josie is like, you know, super famous in the UK. And uh, like many people are super famous in the UK. We don't know about them here. Uh, and so it was cool to kind of get her on. And so some more Americans can hear how very adorably funny she is. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm, do you sell anything at your shows these days? Uh, yeah, I, sh- I sell my CDs. You sell your CDs? Yeah. Did, do you have T-shirts for the I podcast? Don't, I don't. Do you have T-shirts for your podcast? I made some with our old logo yeah. that I paid for and gave away to some people. And, I would uh, like now to. Now there's nothing. I would love to. because we, we have a to. kick-ass new logo. Oh, nice. About the new year, Acme Pool oh, Money. Cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so no, I would like to, but I have a, can I yes. s- be you, really annoying me? and have a suggestion f- for a t-shirt for your no, I podcast? Want it. I want it. Just to confuse people and I would wear one. Yeah. Pedophilia, how you spell it. Uh-huh. Pedophilia listener. <laughs> I mean, how confusing is it's that? It's very confusing because people be like, what? Oh, listener, listener, what? Pedophilia. Or downloads pedophilia. <laughs> Either one of those is a phrase on a t-shirt. <laughs> I, w- I think that that's a fucking great... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in my phone. Look yeah. at this. Yeah. I'll give you credit every time I mention it. Thank you. I will only mention it once. <laughs> <laughs> that mention is right now, so thank you. <laughs> downloads pedophilia. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who would buy it, but I think it's a funny idea. And also, it, the, the best part is that... Um, you don't have to worry about how many people will buy it because it's just you just upload an image and mm-hmm. then if people buy it then they put oh, yeah. the, the shirts one at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. I do too. <laughs> yeah. So that was my uh, little free suggestion. Thank you for you. And by free, I mean I'll take a cut of the uh, five dollar <laughs> shirts. Did you hear that they're um, in Russia? They're banning three different cities. They're banning lace panties. What? Yeah. Oh, Putin, right? Women Putin, in Ru- Putin. <laughs> Putin. Women in Russia, Kazakhstan, and Belarus will soon have one less undergarment option as the countries move to ban lace panties. Uh, it's because they do not absorb enough moisture. Oh, so there's what? Oh, lace, it's, lace panties. So, so women are getting like more uh, dis- like cooch diseases? Is that what? Why? I apparently wicking. You've ever heard that term? Sure, I know a lot, a ton about wicking. <laughs> what the fuck? I, that seems so weird from a Russian standpoint because they're super. <laughs> they seem to be anti-woman and anti-gay. Yeah. So, like, why are they so concerned with the health of a female vagina? I'm not really. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And also, men like lace panties. Who's making these calls? That seems very strange. That seems like a. 
that seems like a Middle Eastern thing to ban, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like we don't want we don't want the female form. No, no, know, no. Tempting us to rape it all the time. <laughs> Put this brown bag over your body. In <laughs> uh, the picture, I don't I don't have it with me, but uh, the picture of the Russian women that they had a protest. Oh yeah, the and they're day, all hanging, holding, holding up, up their, their lace underwear, lace, lace undies, and, they, and also Russians. I used I dated a Russian for thirteen years, oh. and the Russians love their lace underwear. Hey. Do you know what I mean? Like they like Russian women like being very sexy and they like being sexy in this very specifically kind of almost trashy way. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, so I don't understand why they would do this at all. I don't know, but I'm going to start sending them over there and I'm going to sell them on eBay. There you go. Yeah. 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 Just like blue jeans in the, in the, in the sixties, exactly. Blue jeans and beetle records. It'll oh. be just, <laughs> it'll be, it'll be a gay rights marriages and lace panties. <laughs> Where did you get? Where did you get those panties? <laughs> How often do you do your podcast? Once a week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have one for the next week, so I think I'm gonna. I have to do one with Cameron while I'm here. So I've already done one with Cameron Esposito, where I tried. We tried to get lost. We tried to go to this murder house um, in 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 L.A. where the husband murdered the wife and his kids on Christmas Eve, 1965. Mm -hmm. And then the house was sold. He killed himself afterwards. And then the house was sold. And the person who bought it never touched it. And so the crime scene is still intact and everything. Like there's a Christmas tree up, there's gifts, there's like an old TV set. If you like look through the window and see it. But um, we we got fucked because we're like walking up and um, the neighbors start yelling at us and we had to run away. Because apparently people try and go and look in. Because the, the, they've sold it twice now, and the people who buy it just never go to it. It's weird. It's just like a rent. It's not even a rental property. It's just a property. I don't understand it. And someone, which famous person lives next door? <laughs> no, I don't. Great? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the person must just sit out on, because we were just like walking up the steps, and it's just like, you're trespassing. And we're like, you just sit here and watch this house for people to, who are going to come look into it. Who? Well, why do you give a shit? What were you going to do if you got in? I mean, we. I mean, get lost is all about exploration, you know, of like urban environments. So we were just going to like look around, and describe it, and talk about it. You know, get creeped out by yeah. it. Uh, have, you're coming up with all those ideas mm-hmm. for the show. Yeah, yeah. Just this brain. Have you ever got da- dangerously <laughs> lost? Let's see. I mean, I when I take people to the get lost locations, I know where we're going. But I just we did do so. I just shot it as a, what's called a sizzle reel for to pitch to television with Funny or Die, and we went to a um, what's called a Nike nuclear missile silo that's like twenty five minutes outside of L.A. And there were 16 nuclear missile silos that encircled L.A. I bet you there was a bunch that encircled Minneapolis as well. It was called the Ring of Steel that, like, surrounded America. There was 265 of these nuclear missile silos that were only used to shoot nuclear missiles at planes if America was bombed oh. between 1954 and 1974. But anyway, uh, so it's fucking insane that they would shoot a nuclear missile at a plane over a city. <laughs> like, that was their idea in the 50s. <laughs> like, we'll make this nuclear missile, we'll shoot it at a plane... And the idea was it would shoot it at the lead bomber, and then it would blow up, but then blow up all the other planes in the squadron. This was when they thought that there was a chance that America would have planes flying over, dropping n- weapons. This is based on something they saw in Looney Tunes, right? Exactly, right. Yeah. Because um, it was before the invention of the intercontinental ballistic missile, which made all these sites useless, and they shut them down in 1974. But 
there's a whole bunch of them you can still go to. And so that's where we went and went to this abandoned nuclear missile silo, which was so awesome. But it's super creepy. Like we went down inside of it where like there was the place where you could like raise up the missiles out of the ground and then have them shoot off and everything. And then there's like living quarters for the guys because they had to be ready to go in like 15 minutes. So like little cots that folded down from the wall. Oh, wow. All behind like um, like four foot wide doors to to ensure from a nuclear blast that like they wouldn't die. Like they were like supposed to, you know, save the world if if shit went to hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was the most scared I've been like just creeping around inside a nuclear missile silo. Holy crap. Yeah. You should, uh, you got to do something about the, the uh, polar plunge. Right. I think so. That'll be a really fun one. Usually it's a blindfold and I take them there, but I think if I'll just say like, we're not, we're just going to go and do this thing. It'll be like a modified version of get lost. Now you mentioned Cameron. Mm -hmm. She's starting working with you tonight yeah and she wasn't here last night she was not here last night because she had her show put your hands together in in uh in la okay yeah and so yeah she'll be here wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday nice yeah that's she's somebody you work with a lot yeah the cameron's great she's a good friend of mine um and a fantastic comedian and called the future of comedy by jay leno really yeah she was on ferguson and leno happened to be the guest and then she was doing her bit and uh, she always wears jean jackets and uh, denim. And, uh, and she decided to, during her set, she started talking about denim. And she's like, she's like before Jay, you know, you know made denim cool oh, yeah. and like said something to Jay. And then he just started talking back to her. So she just kind of abandoned her set and just like started talking with them. Oh, wow. And then Jay was like, come on over. And then she, got, she walked over and sat down with Jay Leno and, and Craig Ferguson. Oh, wow. Where Jay Leno called lesbians the future of comedy, and specifically Cameron. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> that's got to be the first thing on her website now. I think so, yeah. It's got to be. The future of comedy, Jay Leno. It's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, it's a great quote. We have to talk about, because it's the greatest thing ever, how you promoted your CD last year. Well, it's not. That was that was not how I promoted it. It's not? Am I, am I making up a connection between the two of those? No, I mean, it is the cover. I did it. And then was and then like, oh, it. that image is awesome. I'll use it for my cover. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, ra- I did a Kickstarter to, and raised $6,000. Uh, so when did the Kickstarter start? What? That was, this Kickstarter started in like uh, January? Yeah, it started in January. Of last year. Of so last, it was all last year. year. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we, f- it ended like somewhere in February. And then we did it March 23rd. Yeah. And we sky wrote in the sky over LA, how do I land? <laughs> yeah. And then the image went like viral. Yeah. Like I didn't even, you know, I, it was like months after I had done the skywriting. And then I was like, oh, like people have been excited about it. But like after it happened, no one really. And then I read somewhere on the Kickstarter was like, so did this happen? And I was like, oh, they don't know it happened? Oops. Like, why Why wouldn't you know it happened? I just assumed everybody was, like, what following it? me on Twitter or Instagram and saw all the photos and all that stuff. And so I was like, oh, I should probably put the photo up. Like, I didn't even think about it. And I put the photo up and, like, a few – some guy who I don't know put it on Reddit. Yeah. And then it went to number one on Reddit for, like, a few days. <laughs> uh, and that was that was insane. Uh, were you in, you were in the plane when it was raining up there? Oh no no no! no. I just hired they don't a skywriter. They don't let people do that. No no, no. I was down drinking <laughs> on a top of a roof with a bunch of friends watching it, and it was terrible. I mean, it was he was a terrible skywriter. 
I mean, like, I, th- I think they gave, like, the guy who just learned how to skywrite the job. <laughs> how many people out there are doing that, though, really? Skywriting? Yeah. Great question. <laughs> I'm sure they're all, like, cartoon characters of insane people. <laughs> yeah, right? right? There's no... First off, like, people who fly those weird prop planes are weird already. Yeah. And then to know how to skywrite is... You have to be like an ex stunt pilot or something. I mean, how many times in my li- in my life have I'm thinking back have I even seen something written in the sky? Yeah, a handful. Well, guess what? Now it happens all the fucking time in L.A. What? And I'm not saying it's because of me, but all the time now. Uber just did a thing for Valentine's Day in L.A. where anyone just give them anyone you could hire skywriters from your phone from the Uber app. What? Yeah, they did that. Fucking Shia LaBeouf. Sky wrote, I'm sorry, to, Dan- to Daniel Klaus. That's right. I and then everybody that. on Twitter was just like, now you have to apologize to Kurt Brownler for stealing his idea. <laughs> stealing everything. I was like, Shia LaBeouf can't have a fucking original thought to save his life. <laughs> nope. I mean, who's, no one's surprised Shia LaBeouf's a dick. I mean, they shouldn't be. Because he's, look at, he's just an actor. Like, wh- why are we so... Like, oh no, the actor from the Transformers movie isn't a super smart dude. <laughs> I expected so much more. The movie that real the Transformers two should be called Megan Fox Running because that's the only reason mm-hmm. to watch. Oh yeah. Movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, she runs a lot. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, that movie not known for the dialogue. No, I don't think there is any. <laughs> There's a certain point in Transformers two where the back wall of the Smithsonian Museum in Washington, D.C., that's right on the lawn, gets blown apart, and they're in Nevada. Oh. It's just mountains in the background and a desert. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going... It's insane. Like, that's an... In- Michael Bay is just like, no, no, I own the world. I own <laughs> the world. If, the, if there's mountains in D.C., there's mountains in D.C., I say. Sir, what about continuity? No. Make it. <laughs> <laughs> So you're not going to be in the next one with Mark Wahlberg? No, I am. I just signed a big deal. Pretty excited. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to call it Wahlberger's Transformers. (laughs) I can't believe Mark Wahlberg just has a TV show where he eats hamburgers. Like, that is... So did... Was it just like a... Was there like a 14-year-old who got stoned and was like, I got a great idea. (laughs) Mark Wahlberg eating burgers. We call it Wahlburgers. I mean, who the fuck is pitching these ideas? Well... That was the only thing he hasn't done. That was the only thing is eat a bunch of burgers. Yeah, yeah he's just been eating Action kale. star, comedy star, rapper, dancer. He needs to be a burger star. Model. Yeah. Burger star. Burger star. Matt Damon impersonator. Matt Damon impersonator. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> that's fairly accurate. <laughs> that's fairly accurate. Um, I was going to bring my... Uh, yeah, this is a weird thing. I... Not a weird thing, just something I want to point out. I bought your album, uh-huh. How Do I Land This, yeah. for five bucks on Amazon a couple months ago. Five bucks? I know. F- do I owe you five bucks Amazon now? Or ripping me off? Yeah. Was that like a special? Yeah, it was the month where they do $5 oh. downloads for the month. Nice, And I always good. check out the comment. A little tip for everybody. I've mentioned it on here before. A little tip. Get out there. Go to Amazon once a month. They have $5 downloads. Don't a lot get of t- out there. Stay at home. Download it. A lot of time. They put comedy on there. <laughs> So I was going to bring it in to have you sign it, but I'd have to bring my oh, laptop. Oh, you got the physical. Oh, no, no. no. You just got the download. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, See, that's why. You can yeah. give them away for free. It's downloads. just information. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, what's coming up the rest of the year for Kurt? 
I'm doing a web series for Comedy Central called Roustabout. Um, What's that? That is... Um, I mean, I can't... We're, nothing's locked down yet. But really, it's going to be taking kind of what I talked about on how do I land and kind of putting it out in the world more. So that idea of like kind of inserting absurdity into everyday moments um, and also have interviews. Um, so right now, what we're trying to do, and it's not official, but I, I'll say it anyway, <laughs> is I'm going to be... I'm going to jet ski from Canada to Mexico. <laughs> and then, What? Yeah. I'm going to jet ski from Canada to Mexico and do shows along the way. Wow. Yeah. That's not been done either. No. Uh, I'll be the first You know person. what? We ought to delete this. Mark Wahlberg could beat you to that. Fuck, if Wahlbergers... If I see Wahlbergers jet skis across America eating burgers, <laughs> just, just eat jam and burgers in his mouth on a jet ski. You're too slow, Kurt. I know. I'm kind of honestly terrified. I don't know what to expect. I have only been on a jet ski for like maybe an hour at a time. But now I'll have to be on a jet ski for two weeks straight down the Mississippi River. You're researching this? You're on your, you're Not song? personally. I, like, I've got Comedy Central behind me, so they've hired, oh. they've hired people who are like experts in marine safety. Oh, wow. Yeah, and EMT people. So, I mean, I think the big thing is going to be like my, I think I have, like my forearm and my thumb is going to hurt. What, oh, to hold down the yeah. throttle, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, what type of, uh, any would these be big cities, small towns you're going to perform in then? On I think we'll like have that? like a big show in, I mean, this is all like, we haven't locked, may hopefully next week we'll lock it down, but we have like a kickoff show in a big town like Chicago. And then we would do some small shows. Like at, I only want to do shows at um, places I can boat up to. Yeah. Like pull the jet ski in, right. tie up and then run on stage. So we're thinking like, Probably pretty weird. That's what I'm little, thinking. Pretty little weird bars on the mm-hmm. shore of the Mississippi River. Yeah, and then uh, and then maybe a, a final show in New Orleans. You've smelled the Mississippi before. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I wonder how long it would take you just to float downstream I, I don't in know. Mississippi. It, I'm, Huck, in, I'm Huck Finn. I was gonna the say. I think Huck shit. did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You gonna bring a friend like he did? I mean, I can't imagine <laughs> if I could go back to like my whatever, like thirteen year old self when I was having to read Huck Finn in school and just be like, someday <laughs> you'll recreate this, but on a jet ski, and just leave that piece of information with myself. That'd be amazing. It would be amazing. Yeah, I thought I was gonna be a baseball player at thirteen, and I sucked. I so. thought I was gonna be a professional surfer. So there we go. We both had sports aspirations no but you're crazy tall too yeah not good for surfing (laughs) it's not no you want a low center most good surfers are under six feet except for like big certain big wave surfers like andy irons i think is six two um but that's like an exception to the rule i just heard someone like five eleven five ten how tall is Kelly Slater? I just heard someone... 5'10", I think. Yeah. He's a short guy. I didn't know he still was around. I guess he's... He's still winning. Yeah. World cha- well, I think he's like 11-time world champion or something. He must have just been in the news about a week ago. And I, I mean, it's his name. crazy. Like, he, I played his video game like 15 years ago. No, yeah. He does things that I've, I don't understand how other... Like, uh, no human can do. It's cr- It really is crazy. And you started surfing in where? In New Jersey. In New Jersey. Yeah. I grew up surfing. And so, yeah, I still do now. 
People in Minnesota like have no idea that they're surfing in New Jersey. Uh, most people, it's very weird where people are like, "What you surfing?" It's just like there's an ocean, guys. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, sure. yeah. There's an ocean. That's what's needed. <laughs> that's the. It's literally the only requirement <laughs> is an ocean and some land. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, makes people sense. surf in the Great Lakes. Uh, Do you know that? Yeah, I yeah, I wouldn't rec. That water's pretty cold as well. Sure, but people definitely said that the surf was recently very good. It was like maybe maybe a month or two ago, and it was like six foot. It was really really yeah. Oh, damn, there's a whole documentary called Unsalted. That's all about the surf scene for, of the Great Lakes. It's literally good for like three hours, and people will drive like twenty hours to for to get to that three hours of surf. Oh, what? really? Oh, it's intense. Yeah, Wisconsin and Michigan. Like people from the coasts mm-hmm. come to hit it. Yeah, really? No, no, not from no, 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 no. Just for something different. People I thought from maybe Wis- like oh, we no, 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 no. It's no so one's unique. I got to do a road trip. Okay. No, it's people who surf in yeah. that live in the Midwest. More like okay, so it's out of desperation to it's get some 100%. waves. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it's like a hardcore community because when there's less surf, you end up talking about surfing more and thinking about surfing more, and then like bonding while not surfing. Whereas when there's good surf, you just surf and you don't really talk about it. <laughs> now, as we're talking about surfing, I'm looking at you. We have beard colors that are very similar. We have yeah. hair color that are very... We could be cousins at somewhere. Yeah. Uh, German heritage? Yeah, German heritage. Yeah, uh, like I'm 50% German. Yeah, me too. Uh, you're in L.A. now? Mm-hmm, yeah. How's, that, how's the sunshine and the uh, surf in, it's not that, for a guy with skin like you and me? It's not that bad. I only put sunscreen on really when I'm going surfing. Yeah. And also, you're always wearing a, uh, a wetsuit in L.A. because the water's cold. Um, and so the only parts that it's just a little bit of your neck and then your face, and that's yeah. it. So it's actually not a problem. I mean, I'm, of course, I say this, and I probably have skin cancer on my <laughs> scalp somewhere oh, that I can't no. see. No. Please don't let that be true. Oh, God. <laughs> Please don't let that be true. Uh, I did not bring that up. Um, I watched your Conan set. That was last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was, no, this year. It was in August, I think. Yeah. Within August. the last calendar year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right. That was last 2014. year. 2014. Yeah. Um, congratulations. It was good. Thank you. I liked it oh, a lot. thanks, man. Who was on the show with you that day? Um, that was, I don't know. Oh, well, Harrison Ford was on the actual show, but I didn't get to meet him because they taped out of order because Harrison... Oh, he had one of those. Yeah. yeah. He, like, he had a weird schedule. So I was just tacked on at the end of another show that they shot. Oh, okay. And so I really didn't get to see ah, any of my show. No. Yeah. There was a moment where it was like, who was going to be on? It was, um, uh, oh, Buzz Aldrin. Oh, wow. Was on the episode that I was there for the filming of. Oh, okay. And we used the same toilet. <laughs> so pretty psyched about that. <laughs> Our dressing rooms shared a toilet. Hey. <laughs> I was shitting in it being like, yeah, Buzz. Getting a buzz. I'm a <laughs> How butt. similar is this toilet to the one you used on the moon? <laughs> 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 we never used a toilet on the moon. We shit our pants. <laughs> we just tossed it. It's yeah. still, still out there floating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, completely uh, unrelated. Have you seen the movie Gravity? Yeah, of course. Did you see it in 3D? Yeah. In the IMAX? Yeah. On the no, IMAX? not IMAX. Oh. Just a normal theater. I just saw it last Sunday. Oh. Unfucking believable It was in an IMAX? Oh, because it got nominated? Yes. It, it so they back. brought it back out to nice. theaters. Yeah, really good. Unbelievable. I the do, story is not I, exciting. And, or, I have two things about it. Okay. One is 
Did you see All is Lost with Robert Redford? No. Okay. Well, All is Lost is essentially gravity, but in an, in the ocean. Okay. Um, and I think the main thing about that is like gra- It's like so. I think it's lame that gravity couldn't make a woman who is just competent. Do you know what I mean? Like they had to have a woman who was fucking in. Because I found her annoying. Like I didn't like her the entire movie until right towards the end when she gets her shit together. Okay. But it's like this is an astronaut, an astronaut. So many people. Millions of people try and compete to get into space, and they choose maybe eight a year. Yeah. This is one of the eight people, and she's fucking completely incompetent from the beginning. From you're the right. beginning, you're right. She's gonna puke the whole time. It's like, no, then don't go to, don't send her to space, <laughs> or make her like an actual fucking astronaut who would be incredibly comp, in, comp who would be very competent, yeah. and then have things happen that she couldn't control. Whereas, like, all is lost. That's just a dude who has a boat. He doesn't even have to be very special. He's just a motherfucker who has a boat, yeah. and he is the most competent person. He fixes everything, and still he gets fucked. And that's why that movie, okay. the, the movie is an excellent movie. But it's like, that's what's like, of course, yeah, Robert Redford's going to be very confident. But no, if it's a woman as the lead, make her fucking, and she's so whiny the whole time. Yeah, when did they start picking scientists based on looks? Right? No, no shit. And of course, too, the best part, too, where it's like, I could see when they're trying to sell the movie, they're like, all right, all right, all right. But Sandra Bullock, she's in a bulky spacesuit the whole time. And they're like, no, no, no. Oh. She immediately gets into her underwear. Yes. How does that sound? Hey. And they're like, all right, great. I'm not going to deny that's part of the movie that stood out to me. <laughs> it's in 3D, which the reason I'm so excited about this movie, I wanted to somehow force it in here today, is because I saw that it's coming out on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever in a week or two. It's not going to be the same. That's what I was telling people. It's like, no, go see it in the theater. I have no interest in watching it again, yeah. and, although I walked out of the theater going, holy shit, that was, the, that well, was made for are, 3D. Are you ready, ready to have something exciting to go home and watch? Yes. Do you remember when she's in the space capsule and she has that conversation with someone on Earth and the dogs are like barking in the background? Yes. And she's like, those dogs are those dogs? Yeah. So they made a fuck, the director made a separate mini movie that's the other side of that conversation. Really? And it's online. Yeah. Oh, wow. And they're Inuit people or like they're in Siberia or somewhere, but like native people. Oh, yeah, because she's like just picking up a random signal Mm -hmm. on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he's literally on a. Like he's he out hunting on the ice with his family. Ah, it's awesome. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm here to tell people don't waste your money on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I care so much. I just, I thought that I, I just was so blown away by the visually. You have to see it. Yeah, visually it was unbelievable. And like you said, Sandra Bullock in super tight um, shorts spinning. In the middle of a giant screen. As like an homage to the baby in 2001, I think. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Where are we here? Hey, we should uh, wrap it up here. Cool, man. I've taken up enough of your time. Uh, So people can find you on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Just Google Kurt Comedy. I'm the first thing. (laughs) That makes it easy. I'm the first page, which is nice to not have many Kurt's in comedy. I can't name one, even if I could. Kurt Metzger. Oh, there we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I can name one. Kurt Metzger's <laughs> great. He's very funny. He is good. All right. Uh, so today's Wednesday, so you got shows tonight, tomorrow, Friday. Does this Friday, come out today? Saturday. Yeah, we'll uh, have her Fantastic. posted within hours. Awesome. Yeah. I'll plug it up. Please do. So uh, con- continued success. Thank you. I'm a big fan. So oh, this was, I was looking forward to this, honestly. Cool. So uh, yeah, I'm actually going to come to the show tomorrow night. All right, sweet. Yes, and then I'll give a, I'm going to give a British review online of <laughs> Friday morning. So stay tuned. No! For, <laughs> stay tuned for that. Thanks, Kurt.